It's your host Brent Reed, and this is another Downright Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor. And if it is Thursday at 8 o'clock, that means you're listening to it on Dynasty and Radio NY.com, your number one source for hip hop, RB, and soul. And now enter sports. Today's show, we're going to touch on some NFL. I'm going to do a little role playing, have some fun, talk a little college basketball, but we will kick the show off talking about the fight of the century, the fight of a generation, the fight that changed everything. Uh, Tyson and Roy Jones, we're going to t- we're going to start the show and touch on that. Uh, today's show, like every show, we always kick it off with music. Each segment ends and starts with music. Um, music's going to be all a little all over the place today, so we're going to kick the show off with some vintage, old school, the originator, the OG himself, Mr. West Coast, Mr. Um, SVU Ice T, six in the morning. All right, I'm Brent Reed. This is Downright Sports, and ladies and gentlemen, as always, it is showtime. This week across the bathroom floor, out my back window, I take my escape. Didn't even get a chance to grab my old school tape. Mad with no music, happy because free. And the streets to a player is the place to be. Got a knot in my pocket, weigh at least a grand. Gold on. I'm a self-made monster of the city streets. Remotely controlled by hard hip hop beats. But just living in the city is a serious task. Didn't know what the cops wanted, didn't have time to ask. Told him about my morning cold, bugged him out. Shot a little dice, then my knees got sore. Kicked around some stories about the night before. Posse to the corner where the fly girls chill. Threw action at some freaks, till one bitch got ill. She started acting silly, said we would not quit. Call us all punk pussy, said we are one shit. As we walked over to a hoe, continued to speak. So we beat the bitch down in the goddamn street. But just living in the city is a serious task. Bitch didn't know what hit her, didn't have time to ask. Rolling in a blazer with a Louis interior. Solid gold, the rod was raw. Bust the left turn was on Crenshaw. Shiny shine with the driver, don't need your freak's hell. Had a beeper going off like a high school bell. Looked in the mirror, what did we see? Fucking blue lights, LAPD. Pigs searched our car, their day was made. Found an Uzi 44 and a hand grenade. Threw us in the county, high-powered block. No freaks to see, no beats to rock. Didn't want trouble, but the shit must fly. Squabble with the sucker, shanked him in the eye. But just living in the county is a serious task, nigga. 
didn't know what happened, didn't have time to ask. Streets after five in the deuce. Seven years later, but still had the juice. My homeboy Henry put me up on the track. Told me he's rolling villain BJ's got the sack. Bruce is a giant that sees clock and dough. Bebop's a pimp, my old freaks are hoe. The batting ram's rolling, rocks are the thing. Life has no meaning and money is king. Then he looked at me slowly and Hen had the grin. He said, Man, you out early, we thought you got ten. Opened up his safe, kicked me down with cold cash. Knew I would get busy, he didn't waste on the ass. When I got it done on my shoulders today. Hard from the joint with a lot of my heart. I didn't want trouble, but the shit had to start. Out with my crew, some punks got loud. Shotgun blast. Like <laughs> Sports critic, damn right sports. Yeah. I am the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Sky is the limit and space is the place. Macho man. Yeah, if you didn't hear that, the macho man. Oh yeah, kicked off the show just right. Welcome everybody. You know what time it is? It is. Look at your watch, and you're looking at the time, and the time says 11:09. But it's not. We'll explain that in a second. Because it's showtime, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new Downright Sports. I am your host, Notorious Sports Critic, the one, the only, Brent Reed. If this is the first time you're listening to the show, uh, this is a sports show from a fan's perspective, giving you, the fans, uh, something to listen to, talking like a fan, thinking like a fan, and analyzing it the way a fan would not the way um an espn or fox cbs or whomever out there no show is like this show i can promise you that you heard me you feel me but check this out if you're listening to the show any day of the week it is hot if you listen to the show any other day of the week uh you listen on apple Podcasts, google play spotify anchor we thank you leave a comment but if you're listening to it on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B and soul, and now sports, you, it means it's Thursday and it's 8 o'clock, and your boy Brent is here to give it to you, give it to you, uh, give it to you. Uh. We're also live on Facebook, so, uh, <laughs> alright, so peep that out. So, let's just get into it, let's not waste any time. Uh, Saturday, November 28th, the day after Black Friday, we got a gift. We got two gifts, if you will. We're going to talk about the, 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 we're going to talk about one of them. Oh, Nate Robinson, you poor, sweet, poor, sweet soul. But, 
Peaked this out. So Mike Tyson returned to the ring after 15 years to face Roy Jones Jr., who hasn't fought in three years. Okay, he uh, both fought each other for the first time ever. Uh, both <clears throat> Mike was always a heavyweight in his entire career. Roy Jones fought in many different uh, weight classes, winning in each weight class. Roy Jones Jr., let's talk about the two. You have Mike Tyson, and if you don't know who Mike Tyson is, that means you literally, you don't just live under a rock. You have been asleep for the last almost 40 years of the last two centuries. There may be no more um, um, global uh, polarizing individual like Mike Tyson. Yes, you can say there's Michael Jordan, there's Muhammad Ali, there's uh, LeBron James, Arthur Ashe, um, O.J. Simpson, um, the list goes on. Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, uh, come and thread all black athletes. There's no Babe Ruth, almost, almost Babe Ruth, right? There's no guy, no fight, no no athlete in any realm of the world where they touch the aura of Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, the guy busts on the seams. He's the clearly becomes everybody's favorite fighter. The way he talks, the way he fights. He doesn't come with a robe. He's the first fighter not to come to the ring in a robe. Every fighter came to the ring in a robe, not Mike. Mike came to the ring, no shirt on, already ready to go. Or he came to the ring in a cut-off towel. Remember, he made... Mike took a towel and cut a hole in it and made it popular. He made it popping. Mike came to the ring with hip hop. Mike came to the ring, just had one look. He Mike looked like the pit bull on the chain that you just kept in the yard. He didn't bark. He just paced. He just paced. And when the bell went ding ding, he exploded. And we see Mike knock them all out. Not going down their record. We did that last week. Then Mike wins the title, youngest world champion ever. Then Buster Douglas has to mess it all up. Mike took him for granted. Buster, just because they're fighters, he's trained. Buster knocked Mike out. The rest was history. Then you take Mike Tyson now marries Robin Givens. Putting Mike Tyson out, not just as a popular sports figure, but now he is transcending sports where he's now a pop culture figure. And where he go and now he's married to this 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 beautiful woman. She's an actress. She's putting him on Oprah. She has she gives that that infamous interview where Mike is looking at her like he wants to rip her head off. They divorce. It's ugly. Then the rape. Mike gets accused of rape. He's found guilty. Sentenced to six years. I think he does three. He's free. Comes back with a fury. Now, any other human on the planet accused of rape, career's over. You cancel Christmas. Only Michael Vick can relate to, like, that type of redemption. Mike, to this day, still says, I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know, we weren't there. He was found guilty. You leave. I'll leave it up to you. But you take Mike Tyson... And you find, a, as he went through the last part of the 90s, biting the Van Holyfield's ear, 
um, you know, losing fights, never being the same guy, becoming more of a character versus a fighter. Mike ends his career in 2005. 2005, Mike Tyson's over. It's done. The aura of Mike is officially done. We all see Mike laying on his back, losing. He tells the world he doesn't want to fight. Then Mike, a movie comes out. Mike tells his story. He's uh, he talks about everything bad that's ever happened to him. Mike's an open book. He lets you know every horrible, horrific thing that's happened to him. Then he's in the hangover, and we all laugh. And Mike shows us okay to laugh again. But now you flash forward to 2020. Where 20, everything weird has happened in 2020. And Mike Tyson breaks the internet when he shows up in shape. Like 100 pounds lighter. Ripped. Just looking like, you know, Mike Tyson almost 20 years ago. And then he gets in the ring with Roy Jones Jr. A fight in 1998. Not a soul in the world would not have glued to the TV screen. This... Pay-per-view would have did a billion buys in 1998. Heck, it might have did it in 2006 when Mike was towards the tail end of his career anyway. Both men in their 50s. Both men hear the bell. Both men, their fights, their, the way they fought last night told me two different mindsets and told me two different stories. Roy Jones' story was a man that was looking for a good payday. A man who was looking for a little bit of exposure. A man who was happy to kind of be in the ring and give the people a little something to talk about. Eh. Mike Tyson proved the reason why he was the baddest man on the planet in the, when he first started is because his mind does not operate the way a normal person's mind does. The great ones don't play for, don't play for the sake of playing. They come to win. Mike got in that ring last night, and he was trying to destroy Roy Jones. And you could see it. Every shot Mike threw just had more behind, just behind it, behind it. That that fight. Now, I talked to my buddy Tim. Shout out to my man Tim Woodson, Uncle Buddha. Whoop, whoop. Um, was not a fan of the fight. Didn't like it. You wouldn't like it neither because Roy Jones kept hugging all night. I personally thought... For two guys in their 50s, they gave me what I was looking for. That fight had some fire to it. You, if you're listening on the radio, you can't see me. I'm lighting a fire. That match had some fire to it. And you got to say to yourself, and Mike said he may fight again. Can Mike, the way, the way he looked, he went six rounds. It were two-minute rounds. He never, to me, ever looked winded. He never put his hands on the rope. He ever, he just kept coming forward. He kept coming forward. He kept coming forward. And every time, and it, it, Roy Jones is still quick enough to protect his face. And if you watch the fight, Roy's protecting his face. That's what he's trying to protect. He's protecting his head because Mike was looking to land that infamous. Uh, I'm about to say Mike Myth. That infamous Mike Tyson. Let me get. Let me hit that body. I'm gonna work my way up, and I'm gonna. Crack your dome wide open. Now, fun fact, what was said last night was Roy Jones is the shortest fighter Tyson ever faced. Tyson never fought a guy that was around his height before. That's good to know. But if even still, and you can hear, we're going to talk about Snoop Dogg and how great he was. But Mike would get in the ring and he makes himself small. And he would try to get up inside Roy. And he was like, I'm going to get that. But 
I want give me them ribs. And every time I know Roy this morning woke up and it felt like he was just hit with bombs because Tyson just was bombing him every time, every time. And Roy tagged him a couple times. He tagged him, but Roy couldn't. If you paid attention, Roy was like, "Let me just grab him. I'm just gonna hold him. I'm gonna grab him." Because Roy can't dance like he used to. Roy used to dance. And then don't forget, Roy was infamous putting his hands behind his back. If you notice, he didn't put his hands behind his back last night. Because he would have went night-night. Ding! He would have went night-night. Speaking of a man that went night-night, <coughs> former uh, NBA, two-time NBA dunk contest champion, former New York Knicks. In fact, he got in the ring with Knicks gear on. That may be the reason why he was eating canvas. Nate Robinson got in the ring and fought some guy. Doesn't matter his name. Because the, maybe we should give that man his props. Because he put Nate Robinson to sleep. Um, I wish I could show you the highlights. But Nate went down a few times. He got back up to his, you know, you know, congratulations. But that last one, that haymaker, if you will. Because that's exactly what it was. It was a haymaker. Um... Jake Paul was the guy's name who knocked out uh, Nate Robinson. Jake Paul and hit him with a haymaker. Huh. Dropped him. <laughs> Dropped him. Nate is down and is eating canvas. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When you get laid out, when somebody hits you and your hands don't, and you don't catch yourself when you fall, you just go face first, hands to the side, eating canvas. That's cold, that you out cold, son. Nate Robinson was laid out so long he had visions. He was back in the NBA, and he was dribbling and hitting guys with crossovers. Unfortunately, he was too busy trying to get the smelling salt. Nate should never got in the ring wearing Knicks colors. Should should never did it. Bad choice. The Knicks bad luck. Should never did it. Should got in the ring wearing Laker colors or Boston Celtics colors because he went to the finals with them. But, God, you know, and, oh, and here's my note. So, Jamal Crawford, if you hear my show, first of all, thank you for listening, Jamal. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? But, eh, you know, shut up. <laughs> I read what you wrote on Twitter. You know, oh, some of you wouldn't have, uh, 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 at least Nate had, uh, um, what was it? At least he was man enough or he had the skill to get in the ring. Yes, we congratulate him because he got in the ring, got his head rung, got his bell rung. Just because I don't, I'm not in his, I didn't do what he does. Don't mean I can't criticize and laugh and put him on TikTok and make a meme out of him for the rest of my life. There's not a Michael Jordan meme. There's now the Nate Robinson meme. <laughs> so you can definitely uh, do that. Nate Robinson, got, it looked like when he fell, it looked like when a, a, a lumberjack takes down a tree. He just went down. Bing, boom. I'm telling it was just so quick. You ever like just see a sack of potatoes just drop? Like that's oh my god! He to mm, mm, mm. if he didn't piss himself after that knockout, God bless him for holding his bladder because he looked like he was done. Like that guy sent Nate back to the fifth grade for real, for real. But you know what? Congratulations, Nate Robinson! You went in there and you did something a lot of us couldn't do. But it should go to show you: CM Punk, Nate Robinson, Mickey Rorick. Just because you, just because it looks good in the gym, don't always mean it's gonna look good when you face a professional. Listen, hey, I can go to the gym right now and hit a bunch of jump shots. Don't mean I'm willing to play one on one with Steph Curry. I can go in the room, wake Allie up, and we can wrestle around 
In fact, a quick story. Sunday, me and Allie watching football. I mean, Thursday for Thanksgiving, watching football. She's showing me that she could be an offensive lineman. I thought she did a pretty good job. Doesn't mean I'm going to call the Giants and have her ass sign up. So, I want to get steamrolled by um, uh, some, you know, somebody on the team. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it'll, somebody should have been in Nate's corner. <laughs> and just said, hey, guy. Hey. Sure you want to do this? Sure you want to do this. But hopefully he bounces back and maybe he gets another opportunity. And, you know, this was uh, this was just a minor mishap. Anyway. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you're watching, let's get all the formalities. If you're watching on Facebook Live, uh, we're going to end this first segment. We'll be back with our second segment. Um, if you listen on the podcast or, you know, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, music is getting ready to come out. What are we playing next? We're going to throw on a little bit of Redman, um, DynastyRadioNY.com. Your source, your number one source for hip hop, R and B, and soul, and gotta include sports in that. And we'll be right back. The notorious sports critic, Dan Rice Sports. Yeah. Addiction, all you niggas, all you bitches. Time to put down the crystal. Time to take off the ice for a minute. Time to throw a little mud in this motherfucker. Shell toes, who the fuck is them? If I gotta pay to get in the club, I'ma go pop the trunk and turn the street volume up to 10. I ain't on the guest list, I ain't VIP. I snuck in the exit, learning DIP. My dress code is all black when I'm making the moves. Similar to the new PlayStation 2. I can't help it if the club only packing the G. And the fire marshal wanna shut it down at 3. And you ballin' ass niggas, it's dressed to kill. But a hole showing the toes with extra heels. Man, I gotta get in. I drove here with a car load of bitches charged on Belvedere. My niggas hit the cells at the line is thick. So I try to 500 through the door to bitch. Yo, Red, what's up, man? Hey, they ain't trying to let you get in the club. No, yo, DJ Goose to rescue. We gon' break this joint down, man. Hey, yo. Let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. And you really don't give a what. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Everybody get your hands up. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. You ain't trying to party. Shut up. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. But if I vacate the place, it'll be All my niggas in the huddle, on the count of three We gonna bum rush the tunnel, with a pound of weed Cut the light on, you see it's Brick City in here Blaze it like Biggie passed us a semi in here Don't sleep, stay wide awoke You dial doc, not dial a joke Crawl or you die of smoke I keep it heated when the hawk is out Seat it low, Tahoe, beat it when the dark is out I'm outside of the line and I'm acting a fool Like a three o'clock bully, waiting after school Than the one on Green Mile. I'll huff and puff 
blow the club down. I'll snuff the duck and head it uptown. Yeah, that's right. We up in this joint now. Hey, yo, we get ready to take over. That's right. You got the mic. I'm about to turn titles. We gonna rock this joint. If you got him in the club, free. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. And you drunk up in the VIP. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. If you swinging from them club lights. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Can you like to start the club fight? Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Everybody wave your hands now. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Everybody jump off the deck. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Everybody come to wild out. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. You a big dog, no doubt. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Everybody wave your hands now. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Everybody jump off the deck. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Everybody keep it going now. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Let's get dirty. Just a little bit louder now. Let's get dirty. Say, let's get dirty. Yo, everybody, we are back. We are back. This is Downright Sports. Um, if you're listening on Thursday, you know who we at. <coughs> DynastyRadioNY.com. We appreciate it. Our new home. Oh, wait, wait. <coughs> the new home for Downright Sports, hosted by the notorious sports critic, Get Will, and only Mr. Showtime himself, Brand Reed. Brent Reed, take it away. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's a one-man budget, so i got to do it all. Uh, football is going on uh, right now. If you listen to Thursday, there's some games that have happened. <laughs> and if you actually listen to it on Thursday, uh, there's a game this week, um, Thursday night game. We'll touch on that in a second. But last week, the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving was a little spoiled for some of us. I was looking forward to the Ravens versus the Steelers. That game got pushed back to Sunday, and then now it's going to be played. Was play was played on Tuesday, depending on when you listen to the show. Uh, the game hasn't happened yet, so I can't tell you. So let's uh, guess to say the Steelers are going to beat the Ravens. <laughs> um, the, uh, Lamar Jackson got COVID, and a few other Ravens do too. Uh, not to jump on my soapbox, but I was watching a couple games today on the red zone while I was at work, and I'm just going to go on record. NFL, you're hypocritical. You're being a hypocrite. We always, we all know that NFL's a hypocrite, but you're really being a hypocrite. Don't get mad that coaches don't want to wear their masks, but yet you're allowing teams to have fans in the stands. I never curse on my show, but today's the day. That's ass backwards. Like, you don't say you care about one thing, but hey, you know, that box office, we'll just let them in. Because if the state, I don't know what they're, I don't know if they're serving at the stadiums. I don't know. But say you, the, the average football stadium can hold up to like 60,000 people. Let's say you're letting in a thousand people, okay? Have you learned nothing? From AKA certain rallies that have been going on in the country, and people seem to come out sick. And this, you know, and Tennessee is one of those places where they let fans in. Tennessee had a COVID outbreak. Um, 
I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay will be on watch real soon because Tampa had a lot of people at their stadium. Cowboys, too. I don't think Baltimore lets people in, but, you know, pay attention. COVID's real. And if you're telling coaches, well, make sure you wear your mask, boy. Put your mask on or we're going to find you a hefty penny. Then why are you letting fans in the state in the thing? Like that's stupid. And not to mention, how is it fair? You got thirty-two teams. How's it fair? Thirty-two teams. Everybody's supposed to be a partner. How is it fair that a few teams can let people in, and while other teams are choosing not to? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's dumb. The NBA is around the corner. Granted. Football's outside, NBA's inside. I best better not see the NBA even. NBA needs to look, fold the seats up, no fans until we are told that, hey, you could go and just kiss strangers again. Okay? If people are dating on Tinder from home, the people should be watching football from home. You got a problem with it? Tough nugget. That's how I feel. Now let's move on to what's going on in the field. Aaron Rodgers is balling out. He destroyed the, the Chicago Bears. That team is done. Now, <clears throat> this past Thursday, the Washington football team just took care and ended. I'm going to say this again. Ended the Dallas Cowboys season. Washington is now uh, 4 and three, am I not mistaken? No, four and seven. The Giants are four and seven, and the Eagles are three and six. I believe they were three, six, and one. If they wasn't for that one, they'd probably be another seven. This is downtown. Potentially, we're gonna what's gonna more than likely happen is if these teams finish out, they can finish eight and seven, or they can finish eight and eight, or they're gonna finish uh, nine and sevens. But they. The Giants, who should have not just chose to win another game, is going to probably fight with the Redskins to win out. I'm not going to break down that thing. We'll talk about that next week. But Dallas, give up. Jerry Jones, look at your team. Give up. Give up hope. Give up spirit. Give up whatever plans you may have had for the postseason because they are done. Zero point zero chance of doing anything. Now, if they make the playoffs, they will get destroyed by whoever they play, whether it's Green Bay, whether it's New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Seahawks, Rams, Arizona, my mother and a few of her friends, they will whoop the Cowboys because the Cowboys are TH trash with a capital R. <laughs> you feel me? If I'm Jerry Jones Jr., I go to my dad and I say, Dad, you're no longer allowed to run the team. Sorry. We're going to hire a real GM. We're going to hire a real scouting team. And this crap of you picking these bums or whomever and telling them. Because every the reason why everybody thinks the Cowboys are so good is because the Cowboys are always on. The Cowboys get that note. The Cowboys are always getting noticed there are the cameras always on them so everybody knows the cowboys around lineup everybody knows who the quarterback is that's marketing it's smart but should we be marketing a team that has not won a super bowl in this century like come on like the 49ers was once a great team but we don't google and go ah over them you know what i'm saying like let's 
Let's let him go. The mantra of America's team, it's over. It's over. And in fact, if they're who if the Cowboys is what represents America, that's what's wrong with America. I don't want a team that can't win to represent my country. Maybe New England should represent the country. Or the Kansas City Chiefs. I want teams that are winners. America's supposed to be a country of winners. But yet we let the Cowboys be a representation. The Cowboys. Think about it. They're trash. (laughs) So, if I'm Jerry Jones Jr., I'm telling my dad, you don't get to be whatever you are anymore. We're hiring somebody that knows what they're talking about. And we're going to draft the kid from Clemson. And we're moving on. We're going to trade Dak Prescott for whatever we can get. We're going to trade Ezekiel Elliott for whatever we can get. And we're going to build this team from the ground up. Like we did in the 90s. But this time we're going to keep everybody together. And we're going to keep this train moving. Because right now. The train is off the tracks. And exploding. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Now. We know the Cowboys ain't going to the Super Bowl. So who is? It's my favorite time of year where I start thinking. Who's got a chance of going to the Super Bowl? Honestly, the NFC is going to be the craziest one. It's going to somebody from the NFC is going to surprise us. It won't be the Detroit Lions because they just fired their head coach. So <laughs> they, I don't think they ever liked him. Like he, they, like I don't think he was that bad. Was it Matt Patricia was his name? I don't think he was that bad. I just think like he, they just didn't like him. So that's fine. Um, but Belichick will op- welcome him back with open arms, him and his pencil, and then they'll be great again. Um, is this the year Green Bay goes? This is a year that Aaron Rodgers puts a team on his back and delivers his second Super Bowl appearance. He has been the one, which is insane, right? Because everybody tells me how great he is. Whoever from the NFC goes, they're either going to face Kansas City or they're going to face the Steelers, quite frankly. And I don't see how the Steelers are 10 0, but I don't think the Steelers have really played anybody. And I know everybody fell in love with Lamar Jackson last year and told me how great the Ravens were going to be. But the Ravens may not even make the playoffs at this particular junction because if you look at the standards, the way they're constructed, and if you're watching on Facebook Live, look on the very bottom, you will see that the Ravens are on the bubble. They're not even, right now, if the playoffs started today, the Ravens are not in. So all you people who thought the Ravens were going to the Super Bowl, you can bite it because I told you that they were going to have a setback because the true best player in the NFL is without a question Patrick Mahomes the man who doesn't have to show off anymore because he's now a league MVP a Super Bowl MVP and potentially could be a two time Super Bowl MVP now the Steelers defense hold up the Steelers historically always play great defense Especially postseason time. And this could be the year Mike Tomlin needs to get it done. Because remember all the mumbling? And we're going to wrap this segment up. Remember all the, the, the mumble? Oh, Tomlin's time in, in Pittsburgh is over. We, we, Pittsburgh should move on. Or Mike Tomlin's going to go coach the, the Washington football team. First of all, if Mike Tomlin left Pittsburgh to go coach the Washington football team, he should be committed. Just saying. But um, this could be it. Like, Ben Roethlisberger staying healthy, knock on wood. That defense is playing superb. Let's look at what the numbers are, shall we? Let's take it to the numbers, kids. Let's take it to the numbers. Um, oh, no. Oh, here it is. If we just taking a look, 
Just where the Steelers are ranked right now defensively, they're fourth defensively right now. That, ladies and gentlemen, translates come playoff time. Now, Kansas City, <laughs> they do what they do. Now, what scares me is I think KC could go back to the Super Bowl, but if Pittsburgh, if they meet Pittsburgh in that AFC Championship game, and Pittsburgh's, de- and, and Pittsburgh's defense is like this, Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl, and they will win another one, giving Big Ben his third, giving Mike Tomlin his second. And if, I w- if I'm Mike Tomlin on some real, and I win this year, Mike Tomlin, first of all, has never had a losing season at all. He may not have always made not made the playoffs, but he has never had a losing season. If he wins his second Super Bowl in three appearances, I'm going to the Steelers front office. And no disrespect to the to the to the Rooneys. They've been very good to people, especially minorities. But I'm walking in the office and I put my feet on the desk and I'm have a contract with no words on it. This is gonna say Pay me. Pay me all the money you can pay me legally without you going bankrupt. If not, I'm leaving on a jet plane. And I don't know if I'm coming back again. And that's how it should go. Uh, We have a word from Jeff Matthews. You need a vodka cranberry. Why is there not one in your hand? Because it's coffee, because I'm tired, because I've been working all weekend. That's why. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk. I'm going to have a little fun. I actually, I'm going to have a lot of fun. And uh, you may actually think I had a vodka cranberry. That's crazy. I'm, this idea I'm planning on doing. All right. Uh, this is Downrate Sports. We, uh, If it's Thursday and you're listening, it means you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. My voice is going fast. We'll be right back, everybody.
Trouble, you just got good genes, so a nigga tryna cuff you. Tell your mother that I love her, cause I love you. Tell your father we go father as a couple. They ain't lose a daughter, got a son. I show you how to do this, huh? Uh. As long as I got my suit and tie, I'ma leave it up on the floor tonight. Baby got fixed up. Good one. Let me show you a few things. All dressed up in black and white. Alright everybody, how you doing? This is Larry, Larry Smith, and I am now the new exclusive general manager of the New York Yankees. By the way, this is Brent Reed, this is All Pretend, if you can watch me on Facebook Live right now, I have literally lost my mind. But anyway, this is Larry Smith. Now the Yankees, we're going to make some new changes, if you will, in the Browns, okay? So first and foremost, we keep it Clint Frazier. We think and we feel Clint Frazier should be in the outfield. My outfield will look like as such. Clint Frazier will now be playing left field. Aaron Judge will be playing right. And our new center fielder is the new recently signed Jackie Bradley Jr. from the Boston Red Sox. We like Jackie. We appreciate Jackie. Me and my long gray hair. We respect Jackie. The hat's just not working. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton is now going to be the DH. Uh, we think his power and him focusing just on hitting is going to put him right where we need, where he becomes the first DH to win the MVP award. Gary Sanchez is no longer going to be the catcher. We need his bat in the lineup, but we're going to make Gary Sanchez the new first baseman. We're going to work on him all offseason, turn him into the first baseman. We like Luke Voigt, but he's going to be a good utility player, if you will. Uh, DJ Mayhew, welcome back. We're giving you all the money you want because you have been consistent, but we're keeping you on a limited contract because you are in your 30s, young man. Um, Gio Ashella will be playing third base. Gabriel Torres will be shortstop. And our new catcher is going to be JT Romero from the Phillies. We like you. You got some power. Yeah, team's going to have little veterans on it, but that's the team the Yankees need to get. we going to need to win that championship this year, number 28. That's what we're aiming for. That's what we're looking for. You understand me? I'm going, we also, I feel like Jake Orianna will be a good pickup, good veteran, good guy to have in the back of that bullpen, take care of business while you got all that pitching going there. And we're going to make, and I'm not getting rid of Araldis Chapman. You don't get rid of that arm. You seen that arm on that boy? That boy got a cannon. He let it go. He let it go. We're not getting rid of that. All right. We're going to make some moves on the Yankees. Um, I even like Jock Peterson. Maybe make a score for him. He could be a good pickup, if you will. All right. This wig is driving me insane. I will never do this segment again. But um, 
That's how I feel. And uh, once again, Larry Smith, new general manager of the New York Yankees, and will be a general manager of any other thing I just decide to do. So thank you for the land of make believe. And <laughs> so, hey, uh, God Almighty, that wig was hot, boy, hot, hot wig. Anyway, Brent's back. Thank you, Larry. We appreciate what you if. You ran the Yankees, Larry. How you would have run the Yankees. We appreciate you, Larry. You are a man amongst men. You are the guy. Now, college basketball has returned. College basketball is back. Some people think that the favorites in college basketball, if you will, are um, maybe the defending champions, UVA. Um, I'm not sure if UVA is the favorite. Uh, They just lost to um, San Francisco. And while Kentucky... With their all freshman class has lost to Richmond, who's two and zero. So good for Richmond. Let me be clear: I'm not going to crap on anybody losing this early. College basketball, people lose early all the time. Does not mean you are a bad team. Teams get lucky. Teams go on runs. Basketball's a game of runs. You let a team get hot. They hit a couple threes. That's the game. Doesn't mean. <laughs> Richmond being Kentucky does not mean Richmond's going to win the national championship. San Francisco being Kentucky doesn't mean they're going to win the national championship. San Francisco ain't won a national championship since Bill Russell played there. Go look it up. <laughs> right? Go look it up. Um, but the standings are as such right now. And it's too early to look at standings. But the standings and the rankings are as such right now. Gonzaga is ranked number one. They have yet to play. Baylor is two. Villanova is three, UVA is four. What these are preseason standings? Uh, the new standings probably too probably early. Um, Iowa five, Kansas six, Wisconsin seventh, Illinois eighth, Duke ninth, and Kentucky tenth. This year is going to be a very open year. Um, actually, I'm going to probably spend all the rest of this week going into next week's show. I'm going to talk college basketball. I think this year I want to kind of put some. I want to. I want to shine a light on it. And see how it goes. Is I've got to take a look at some classes and see where team you know where they're at. But what I will discuss is I was over I overheard that Arizona and Kansas has some heat on it. Now the other day I was joking with a couple people and we were talking about you know is it around the time where guys like Coach K, you know, some dirt comes up on him even. Um, um, the great John Wooden has a scandal in his closet where one of the boosters was hitting off the players. You're telling me that Arizona's coach and Kansas coach pretty much all have done some illegal stuff, but yet they're allowed to coach. There's no sanctions or anything, but smaller programs that do smaller things, they get hit hard hard death penalties and suspensions and people being fired. The NC- I said this before, I'm going to say it again. Nothing thing we keep drumming this beat. The NCAA is a joke. A pure joke. The fact that there's still no way, no, 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 no kind of compensation for student-athletes, which is a joke of a title. For a long time, I was one of those guys that felt like you don't have to pay them to get in a free, to get in a free education. But let's be frank. Let's be real. Like, you're getting free labor. Now, granted, it's a privilege to play college sports. But college sports is not played on the same level as high school sports. There are more games. 
there's more money, even at the lowest level. Like, there's revenue everywhere, uh, depending on the school. And there's a way, like, I'm not saying the schools need to crack open the checkbook. I'm not saying that. I don't think... I don't think the I don't think that the players should be getting like a stipend or anything from the schools, but why can't players if Nike wants to hit off a player like let it be a cap even if you want, but let's say um, let's stay in the college basketball world. All right, let's stay in the college basketball world and let's take a look. Um, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Who's gonna look at? Who's gonna look at? Let's say a player from first place off foot. We're just gonna go to Baylor. Kid playing for Baylor. Um, can I get the box score, please? Thank you. Um, here, some kid named Butler. What's his first name? He's a guard. Uh, Gerard Butler. He's not an actor. <laughs> Let's say Adida wants to. He just dropped 20 points, too, so I'm not going to poo poo him. But let's say Adida wants to kick him. You know, hey, yo, we're going to get a sneaker deal. We're going to break you off. Here's how it works. You sign a sneaker deal with us, two years, three years, whatever. We're going to hit you off 50 G's. Boom, it's yours. Here's the catch. You get the money once you leave school. All right? We don't want, because here's the thing. You don't want to start having, well, no, no, no. You get the money now. Because let me back this up. I was going to say something, and I was going to regret it. But I was going to, and I, you got kids that go to school. That don't play sports. They got more money than some of the athletes that don't play. Show up in Mercedes and Bentleys. Heck, I, I, co- I, I coach. I work near uh, Liberty University. I've seen it. I've been near it. I've seen some of the cars them kids pull up in. And they ain't athletes. Um, Porsche Cayennes and BMWs and brand new Jeeps and all this stuff. They got paper. So it's, it's just as fair for the athlete who's putting his body and life on the line to get the money. You want to keep kids in school? Here you go. Let uh, Aquafina. I'm not going to show the bottle because they don't pay me. But let's say Aquafina wants to kick off a kid and give him some money. That money can help that young man, um, you know, help his family out. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. Got a lot of kids from, you know, help his family out. And what that will do now is it'll take away that backdoor stuff. It'll also take away point shaving. You don't have to worry about some kid taking money to the table while, the, while some dude's like, yo, I'm going to break you off 100K. Just win the game by five. Lose the game by five. You don't have to worry about that. That happens. If you think it don't happen, you're naive and you're dumb. So, it's time. You know what I'm saying? If I was a, if I was a student, not an athlete, but if I was a straight student, just went to school, and um, I was doing a college radio, this is Hypothetically, I'm doing college radio, and a local radio station wants to hire me. I don't need any, um, that light always goes out at this time of the show. I don't need any, anything, I just take the money. Deuces, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's time to, to, to explore that, and we need to start, you know, it's only fair. And this is a conversation we'll have another day. Let's wrap the show up, shall we? Shall we? There we go. Alright, thank you all for listening, it has been fun. Um... Let's do it this way. If you're listening to the podcast, Apple Podcast, leave a comment, thumbs up. Tell me you like me. Tell me you don't. I don't care. All comments are good comments. Uh, if you listen on Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor, just say hi. Hit the check mark and say you like it. But and that means if you're listening on Dynasty, if you listen on DynastyRadioNY.com, 
um, email us at downrightenterprise at gmail.com. Again, it's downrightenterprise at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Tell me what's up. How you doing? We'll shout you out on the radio. A uh, special shout out, in fact, to Kim Dynasty for giving us this opportunity. Uh, get ready. Following up right after me is the Boom Bop Out. Uh, <clears throat> Boom Bip Hour Uncut, where you're going to get the best in uh, conversation with uh, in pop culture, hip-hop, um, in the world entertainment, and that trio there is going to give it to you as raw as they can give it to you, as raw and uncut as it comes. It's so raw, Tip Drill can't even be aired on that show. That's how uncut it is. I have no idea if that's true. <laughs> Um, also, uh, if you listen on Dynasty here, if you listen on here, uh, in the morning, Monday through Friday, tune in to uh, the Cheryl Underwood show and uh, uh, listen there and get some wisdom for the day and get your week going. As for me, we'll be back next week. Um, another show, as long as we don't get canceled. That's going to be on my trip. Another show, as long as we don't get canceled. And uh, we appreciate you guys. It's been fun again. Be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Um, and as always, as I follow up every show, deuces. Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! Not your average old gutter For that I hit a chin up 
be a time pinup Woulda came sooner, but yeah. I overslept my get up Now let's get in the middle Girl, I'll solve your riddle Cause we could be strong and protect against the riddle If dudes need to see me, go and get the CD I saw you all top to bottom like graffiti Miss smell on it, dudes sound plotting When you hear the music, thus begins the Mardi Gras Rhymes ain't the issue, it's how I'm gonna get you Don't need a billboard hip for me to hit you The clairvoyant mic is, who always comes the tightest Queens everywhere, demonstrating who the fires Oh, yeah Well, the bell is rung because the time is here Gotta change it around and put our things in gear Oh, yeah Not much is for sure, but this thing is true